We doggies. Oh, shit balls. Shitty, shitty shit balls. Hey, happy Easter. Yes, yes, it is. Anything exciting going on today? I'm just hanging out with the family, keeping it low key, trying to keep all my dirty, dirty secret secret. I'm going to be making some steaks. Steaky, steak, steak. Is that a metaphor or are you actually cooking? Oh, I'm cooking. Oh, good, good. I, I, all I right. think what so, kind of weird sexual metaphor that is. No, 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 nothing. Just, just fantastic steaks. So, you remember how we used to do the battle of the sexes thing, right? Oh, yeah, of course. That was uh, what we would do is like three nights a week. We'd do kind of a, it was almost like our own version of Love Line where we would ask uh, women, you know, what's a question that you have about men or men? What if you, what's a question that you have about women? And then like one night would be whatever the hell people want to ask. So I kind of threw that out there to our Twitter followers. And okay. that's uh, if you want to find us, you can find it at uh, at Radio Mofo on Twitter. And I got a link. Um, Twenty five questions women are afraid to ask men. Oh Christ! Yeah, twenty five questions that girls are afraid to ask guys. Just something from like a Cosmo magazine from like the nineties. Um, where did she send this from? I don't know, because like this day and age, I don't think most women are afraid to ask men anything. But it's, it still makes for a good topic. All right, so we're just going to burn through these since there's 25 of them. Okay. All right, you ready? All right, whip it first, out. First question, apparently women are afraid to ask men. Who should pay for the first date? Whoever asked to go on the date. Although uh-huh. generally it's probably going to be a guy, but I've always been of the philosophy, you know, it's like whoever asks to go on the first date pays for that one. And if it's a good date, the the next date, the other person picks where they go and that person pays until you get to that little rhythm of like, I don't know, splitting stuff or one person always pays or there's some sort of hand job that comes with it or whatever. Yeah, it's one of those things that you kind of avoid it being awkward if you discuss it, you know, ahead of time. Yeah, that really sucks the romance out of it. Yeah, it does. But, it, you know, then there's that if you go on the date and you're sitting there like I, I went on one once and I'm like, I, I'll, I'll take care of the check. And she's like, no, 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 I'll, let's let's put it. I'm like, no, seriously, I'll take care of it. I'm not expecting anything. It's just cool. Like we're hanging out. I'm out of the house. So <laughs> you're doing me a solid by, you know, we're hanging out. I'm not expecting like, you know, hot, sweet loving just because I paid for a sandwich. I know, but there's a lot of guys out there that think if they pay for it, they should be getting some booty in return. I would hope that that's and, getting less and less now. No, like, I think it's actually getting worse and worse. With all the fucking incels out there and all their bullshit. You know, it's just like, hey, I spent money on you. I'm a little tit. You know, I want some ass. Hmm. Yeah, I've never been of that mindset. I've been like, I've had the um, girl freak out because I opened a door for her before, too. Look at me like I had two heads. I'm like, no, this is just what I used to do, or my dad would smack me in the back of the head. Yeah. Well, I mean, the key to that one is like the first date, don't spend any money or any real money. I mean, go out for coffee, go for a walk. Yeah. You know, I mean, the nice thing about going out for a meal is if you lose 
the thread on a conversation to shove some food in your mouth and chew it until something until something drops in your brain. Why is the solution to problems with you always shoving something in your mouth? Not. <laughs> All right, ready for number two? All right, hit it. Number two is sex always on your mind. Um. Okay, there's a well, yeah, bit of the I mean, bit of the story here. It's common knowledge that men think about sex every seven seconds. Well, I pretty much think about boobs first thing in the morning, and then the last thing before I go to sleep. That's true, but I don't know if it is for me. But I think that could just be because of my antidepressants. I just don't care anymore. Well, no, I'm not an antidepressant, but you know, I just I don't have. I remember, like in my teens and my twenties. Oh my God, I was just. I mean, a, a, a gentle breeze would give you a stiffy. Just like the thought of underboob would just, you know, turn it on. And you just you'd want to hump a, a knot hole or find two cushions and give yourself like horrible, horrible like rug burns with them. And but as you get older, I suppose as the testosterone starts to melt down, or maybe your options are just less. You just kind of like, eh, whatever. That's what I was gonna say. Is the options thing is, you know. Everyone our age now, not everyone, but it's either married or badly divorced or has like a bunch of kids or it's not. Yeah. Like when you're your teens and twenties, when you, you've always got that in the back of the, your mind that you could probably do better or there's, you know, you're definitely, I've run into the experience of being in a relationship before and been hit on mercilessly, but then been single and it's like a friggin' desert. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, sometimes I'm at some place and I'll meet like a college age waitress, and I'm like, the things I could teach you, you know. <laughs> I will, I will give you your first mustache ride of excellence, but you know, that's just the old man in me, just kind of like whatever remaining bit of pride and ego I have left. Oh God. Well, I that mean, was... you got to think about it. You know, people in their twenties don't fuck well. They just it's a lot of fumbling. It's a lot of energy, and they don't look. I mean, there's something to be said for monogamy, where you get to learn a person's body, but that applies you actually give a shit. Well, you know, yeah, most I guys mean, just assume like pump a load and hit the road. I mean, like realistically, with a with a person, usually your first time is not that great with them. You got mine I, I was, but that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of prep work. Well, I mean, like just you meet somebody and you're like first time with them, you're like, yeah, okay, well, you know. And then you, you work out who likes what. Yeah. All right, ready for three? Get to the awkwardness. Yeah, three. Let's do it. All right. Do you actually want to get married? Sure, if I could find somebody that'd be a good life partner. Yeah, maybe now I could see that to just somebody to do stuff with. Well, it's not so much that, but I mean, just actually having somebody... That you can trust shit with. Because that's most of the time where I've seen relationships crash and burn because there really was no trust there. They were all about like, hey, we look good on you know our Instagram feed. We look really good in wedding pictures. But they can't live with each other. They, you know, they don't know how to balance a checkbook together or make financial decisions together. And they sure as shit don't really know how to raise kids together. Yeah, and I mean, it's... I think in your when you're younger too, it's oh, all our friends are getting married, and I've definitely been through that before. Oh God, yeah, but then you go through that phase in your 30s where all my friends are getting divorced. 
Yeah, that's all my true. friends are going into their second marriages. Yeah, I've got people now on their second and third. All right. I, I think one of my cousins is just wrapping up her third marriage. Good lord. No luck with men. Just keeps finding douchebags. But anyways, moving on. All right. How much does it take to get you in the mood for sex? <laughs> Actually, not that much. I mean, I mean, nothing sexier than the look of a hungry woman. That's yeah, like, pork. you know, she's ready to rock. It's okay. But I'm not of well, the... I don't know. I'm not of the... I'm going to try and finagle you into it anymore. Well, that's right, the thing sorry. about like younger women and older women is younger girls like to play the game, will she or won't she? Older woman definitely will, but how is the game going to be played? You know? Yeah, you're more Slow likely... And easy, pulling my hair, you know, shit like that. I think you're more likely to get unexpectedly tackled by an older woman. That and, you know, she'll have more... She'll have more patience, you know. You know, it's just like you know, let's you know, let's let's pop your cork quick. Give a little time to recharge, and then you can focus on me. You know, you gotta you gotta learn the the rules of engagement. I always, I always <laughs> tell that to like you know younger cousins and stuff. It's like it's always in the it's always you know the orgasm rule of three. You know, one for him, one for you, and then one for each other. Because you know. It, well, it's like that old gag from uh, there's something about Mary. You know? I was like, you don't want to go out with a loaded weapon. And I think oh, most yeah. guys, yeah. Once you pop your fork, you want to roll over and go to sleep. That's why I've straight up warned people before, like, hey, it's been a while. Yeah. But don't and, expect much. You know, if you, you know, if the guy pops his fork, then he relaxes a little bit. Then if he's a giving man, he will reciprocate and make sure that he gives it to her the way she needs it. And then if you got any energy left, you can just do a nice, slow and easy number three. And then everybody's happy because you both got two. Or at least, you know, considered enough to help you clean up. Yeah, pretty much, you know. Make right. some brunch, whatever. Number five. Do you believe or fall in love? Oh, God. In college, I think I fell in love every day. Just walking across campus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's that thing what they call like meat cute. You know, they show yeah. that shit in movies. Yeah. And I mean, you still get that now. You, you meet somebody and you just have this little moment of connection where everything just kind of feels right, but then your brain gets in the way and gives you all the reasons why you should fucking run away. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's definitely true. And right. sometimes it's because of your shit. Sometimes maybe it's because of their shit. Oh, most of the time it's because I know once I unveil most of my shit with it, which I'm usually pretty upfront about. I try to actually, I try to get that out of the way right away. Like if you're going to run away and screaming, how about we do it now? Then like a year later. Yeah, uh, I've dated, I've dated girls where a lot of stuff came to light later on. I'm like, oh boy, let's slowly back towards the door. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I enjoy, you know, dating women at this age you know with both of her parents are dead that that saves a lot of trouble oh jesus <laughs> anyway i used to joke in college my ideal woman was a orphan with a liquor store redheaded orphan with a liquor store mm. nymphomaniac anyways moving on all right what's the most attractive feature of a girl 
Oh, God. Realistic confidence. I, I just I see met so many women at different ages and they're so I hate to throw the word neurotic out there but they're just so full of self doubt and I'm like God damn it it's not fair yeah and then the other ones that, that are so confident they got nothing to back it up you know and you can say the same thing about men too especially men the chick that actually knows what she wants is is helpful oh totally totally. We're we're not mind readers at all, and oh, don't expect God. don't expect us to be, because a lot that's like a lot of the time when you'll get asked like what you're thinking, and you I'm literally not thinking anything. I'm just yeah. Just, you know, apparently, women don't have that ability just to shut their brains off. Well, I mean, I, I according to my sleep studies, apparently I don't either. But I mean, there are times when I'm just just staring at the TV. And I'm not, I'm not reading anything into it. I'm just soaking it in. All right. Is more or, wait, is more or less or no makeup better? What? Is more makeup or less makeup or no makeup better? Which one of the three, I guess? Oh, God, it really depends. I mean, a little bit of makeup can, you know, really make certain features pop, like, you know, you know, like red lipstick really makes the lips pops or just the right amount of like eye stuff. But when they got so much fucking makeup on that they look like they're on stage. Yeah, you know, when it like, leaves a stain it's on It's like a too. mask. You know, and I've seen that out and about, you know, and it's, you know, it's basically, you know, they look like Kardashian clones. Yeah, there's, like, there's a lot of that now. There's a lot of that now. And I mean, if you look like the freaking Joker... I think we can all agree that's not a good thing. Pretty much. Uh, oh, this one. This is tough. How do you feel about periods? Well, it's biology. Nothing to be done about it. Yeah, I I don't even know why they're asking this, because I, I mean, there's not, I'm not going to stop it. <laughs> well, some guys just get super grossed out by it and get all weird about it. Remember that South Park episode about queefs? Yes. You know, like the guy, the guys are laughing at like their own farts, but then like a lady queefs, the guys are like, "That's not funny. That's not funny at all." And I'm like, "Wow, that's an amazing double standard." Side note: Can you actually say the word queef without laughing or at least smiling? Yeah, I'm kind of wondering how that designation got there. I think it may be the funniest word in the English language. Queef. All right. Well, it's funny as you watch porn and they start queefing. I'm like, well, that's comedy gold. Wow, I gotta stay away from the kind of porn you watch. Anyway, number nine. Do you mind if your girlfriend has a lot of guy friends? Oof. No, not necessarily. It depends. You know, it depends. Are they guy friends that she hangs all over? Or just guy friends that she's friends with? Are they ex-boyfriends? Well, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, because that's... Cause we, well, remember, remember we were talking about that old buddy of ours who just got married, and, like, there's a lot of couples there, and the wives all said they were old friends of so-and-so, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's boned every woman in this room, and they're yeah. here at the wedding. That's... I don't know. I, 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 I wasn't ever the jealous type until I got cheated on in this situation with a guy that was supposedly just a friend. So it does make me 
a little paranoid if she's open about it and I know this dude right away. But if he like pops up out of nowhere, like, oh yeah, so and so's coming to town, I'm gonna I'm gonna wanna know the background of that story. There's, there's, what the hell is it? I think it's an old Irish proverb, like the most dangerous thing in the community is an unmarried man. Yeah, that's, that's you know, because they'll just be troll around like an alley cat looking for low hanging fruit. And don't don't even try and tell me that as a woman or as a guy, you don't have a backup. You know. Well, that reminds me of old Chris Rock bit. Yes. You know, men, men are only are only as faithful as their options. Yep, exactly. Oh man, we're coming right back to another one with number ten. Do you want to know what's on my mind? Do I want to know what she's thinking? I guess. Uh, yeah. It usually I mean, helps. I, I, it, as long it's, as yeah. it's. Well, maybe you have to set a timer. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to know everything that you're thinking about, but it's good to know. Like, if what's on your mind is where we're going to go to eat, that would be a good one to know. Well, obviously, she's looking for validation that you care about her her thoughts on things as opposed to just being a cum dumpster and arm candy. Yeah, that's true. All right. I think we've already discussed this one, but what makes good sex? For me, it's you know, going to Taco Bell afterwards and high-fiving. See, it depends on the on the on the the need in the moment. I mean, not it's not all the same. I'm trying to think we came up with like a there was there was making love, there was having sex, and there was fucking. And oh it, yeah, you know. And sometimes you want it slow and easy, like some afternoon delight. Sometimes you know it's just about you know de-stressing. Like, yeah, de-stressing, just something a little fun, and then fucking is just like pulling hair, slapping asses, maybe a little bit of degradation, maybe some safe words, but it's just it's angry. You know, yeah, those just, are the ones you feel like slightly embarrassed out. about afterwards. Yeah, that's that's usually there's usually some subtext to that kind of shit. All right, what's what's the perfect first date? Oh God, I don't know. The perfect first date at the end, there was no awkwardness with anything. It all just flowed naturally. Yeah, that's weird because that's the first thing I was thinking of is what do you think of how did it go afterward? Not like what's the perfect date at the time, but like when I'm, you know, when I'm done or I'm driving home, do I think that it went well or, you know, were there, you know, were there a lot of, for me, it's where there are a lot of unanswered questions after that. Like, is she really into me or are we just doing this to like, you know, both get out of the house for a night? Yeah, I mean, a perfect date is at the end. You can't wait to do it again. Good call. You know, I, I always told that to, to people just like, well, I, I mostly told this to like young waitresses and stuff. You know, if you got a guy, give him a handy. If he sticks around, then he's worth your time. Ooh. Okay, this one, I don't know how to approach. Is it bad if I'm a virgin? Not unless you make a big deal out of it. I don't know. I'm 44. <laughs> I've been with 
you know, people that could blow your goddamn mind. So, uh, I have no, I, I have, I'm going to tap out on this one. Well, there's twice in my life when I was in my 20s where I was with girls and they told me they were virgins and they wanted me to like take them show, to the, the show them the room. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, I, I don't want that responsibility. No. You know, and it's like, you shouldn't have told me that in the first place. You know, I just. If I knew that, I mean, I was... it literally stopped me dead. I'm like, no, I, I'm tapping out. I know. Maybe if I knew that I was good enough that I could ruin you for all men, that'd be all right. <laughs> well, I mean, part of it is, it, it just, it, it just adds more awkwardness to the situation, you know. And sex should be an enjoyable thing where everybody's happy at the end, and, and hopefully both of you get the end, the multiple yeah. ends. All right. And it's just like when you when you throw that fucking grenade in the situation, you keep waiting for it to go off. It's like a bad yeah. sitcom. Grenade's a good analogy. All right. Do you guys like giving gifts? If you got the money for it. Yeah, I guess I do. I mean, if I know I'm going to find something, something that she, you know, that's totally out of left field. Those are the kind of gifts I like to give. You know, something that. Yeah, I remember, uh, like, well, back in the Napster days, you know, you'd send somebody a song, you know, because it was like a short version of giving them a mixtape. Like, oh, I just heard this awesome song. It made me think of you. I'm sending this to you. I mean, shit like that's more meaningful than a fucking diamond ring. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Never give a woman a ring unless it's the ring. Because if you give her just a ring, her and all of her women, friends, and family are going to think it's the ring or the lead up to the ring. Never give a girl give a, fucking a ring. ring. Never give a girl a ring if you're not prepared to not get it back. I got the one back. That was painful. Ouch. Well, it's because she thought it was the lead up to the ring. And I'm like, no, it was just a gift. You know, because I I called her up. I was doing a remote at a, at a jewelry store and I was feeling generous. I'm like, what would you want? Like, uh, you know, because I was getting her something with her birthstone. You, know, you want like uh, earrings, a necklace? She's like, oh, no, I never wear those. How about a ring? And I should have been more fucking... Paying attention. Oof. Yeah. And then when we broke up, you know, she she left it on my dresser. And that just really sent me down a fucking hole. Because that, one, that one went right the fuck over your head, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, just, I mean, well, that's what I was with the longest, year and a half. Everybody thought she was the one. But, you know, that first year was really good. But it was that last six months where shit was getting off the rails and, you know, you know, it's, it's once all the orgasms wear off, you start noticing other tendencies and other character traits. Because I mean, when you're getting nonstop pussy, you are so stupefied and so in love and so joyful that you don't notice other things. Well, that's because you're usually both. you're usually passed out and unconscious from exhaustion, and so you don't. Neither of you are aware of other stuff. Yeah, burned a lot of calories back then. All right. Should a girl ask you out? Hell oh, yes. yes. Absolutely. In this day and age, you know, I sort of think, I hear girls like, I'm waiting for a guy to ask me out. I'm like, what is this, the fucking 50s? 
It's like, Jesus, you're setting feminism back like another two, three generations. You want it? Go get it. Absolutely. We're done with that one. 16. Is it annoying to receive messages while out with friends? Like texts. I guess if it's like every two minutes, like what are you doing? Like if I tell you I'm going out with the guys, I'm going out with the guys and I'm not, I'm not a cell phone guy anyway. Like I don't have my phone out every five seconds. So, and also don't be pissed if I don't get back to you every, you know, when you send me a message every two minutes. Remember the early messengers had doorbells? Yeah, because I don't like texting. I don't, I, I suck at it. My thumbs are too big. Like I don't, if you really want to get a hold of me call me but don't call me every five minutes too because then i'm gonna get freaked out that you're thinking i'm doing something i'm not supposed to be doing remember well buckets of piss girl you know i'd be at my desk and she'd just be messaging me all day and i'm like i got shit to do i gotta go to a meeting no and then if i was gone for a while like i could be in the recording studio doing some shit you know, and then just be like, ding dong, ding dong. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Now, it, admittedly, I do have on my phone um, the red notifications turned off. So nobody can actually tell that I've read their messages or not. But that's partially because I like to, there's some people I just ignore. Anyway. All right. 17. Do you care about how a girl dresses? There's, ex- um, there's extremes here, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's just from my own personal experience and with my work and going to, like, more formal functions, you know, you have to dress for the occasion. I mean, what you do at home is fine, but, you know, it drives me nuts to see people out wearing their fucking pajamas at grocery stores. I'm like, have a little self-respect. Yeah, if you're wearing the sweatpants that say, like, juicy across the ass and you get mad because I look to They're see what it says. They're not even sweatpants. They're goddamn pajamas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sweatpants at Walmart's perfectly acceptable. Sweatpants at dinner, you just gave up. I'll admit, well, you like, say dinner, she, you mean dinner at home or dinner at a restaurant? If she tells me she's going out with the girls and she wears the kind of outfit that I look at and go, damn, she wants some. Or, you know, she's trying to get a guy's attention. No, no, I, I'll argue with it with you at that point because I have done women's events where I am the only swinging dick there. They don't know I'm going to be there because they know there's somebody going to be doing like wine tasting, but they don't know who it is. And a lot of women dress for other women because they're showing oh, yeah. off. And they're, they're not doing it for men. They're doing it to show the other girls like, you know, hey, you know, I still got it. Or I can, I can get more guys looking at me than you, Biatch. Yeah, that's, I'm sure that's true. Oh, I know it's true. I remember in college one time a group of pom-pom mm. girls asked me to go out for girls' night out, basically to be their deflector shield. And I had to bounce a couple guys away from them. <laughs> There's this one creepy fucker that was following us around from bar to bar. One time he's coming towards the, the table, and I just got up to right from him. I'm like, uh-uh. Then he went away. All right. Oh, God, this one sucks. Why aren't guys more in touch with their feelings? Some of them really don't have any. Yeah. I mean, some guys literally have the personalities of wet paper sacks. Yeah, that's you know, true. Some dudes are just dumb when it comes to their feelings. 
and that's that's fine. I would love to be more stupid than I am right now. That's for sure. You know, unfortunately, sometimes empathy is a curse. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we're just gonna keep moving. Um, yep. Oh God. See, I haven't read these ahead of time. Um, okay. What make what makes a girl slutty? You know, I guess what makes a girl slutty is, I mean, if you want to go out and have sex because you enjoy it, you're in control of the situation, but if you just let guys use you as a cum dumpster, that's slutty. You just, you know, if you're just starved for attention, you will degrade yourself in any form or fashion to get it. That's slutty. I mean, if you're sexually active and you have multiple partners, but you're in control of it, you initiate it, that's not slutty. You know, that's just, I don't know, like pre cougar, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that works both ways, too. Because, I mean, I know dudes who are complete and total man whores. Oh, totally, totally. And I didn't have have a whole lot of respect for them. I didn't think that that was cool. I think they did. But. Well, you know, for some of these guys, that's all they're good at. That's all they're good for. Yeah. I remember guys from college, this guy named Corey, he was at my dorm. We always, he was a dumb jock. We got along pretty well. I remember one time he was, I'm going to work at six in the morning. He's doing the walk of shame home. And I see him and he sees me, starts laughing. He's like, dude, dude, I fell asleep inside her. And I'm like, I hate you so much. I hate you so much. <laughs> and this chick took him back. You know, she made him breakfast another time. It's just because... He was pretty and dumb, and girls liked him, and maybe it was a competition to see if we could bag the prettiest boy. I mean, women are just as harsh about that as men are. True. All right, we got a whole ass here. We got five yep. more to go through. All right. All right, number 20. Can you forgive cheating? Me? Absolutely fucking no. And I learned this the hard way because I tried to. And it just fucking ruined me. So absolutely, hell no, no fucking way. Because yeah. could you forgive me for doing it? Probably not. And no fucking way. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I agree. You know, if it got to that point, you just need to call it off. Just be done. Yeah, if you're that unhappy, do both of you. Just just be honest and be like, you're not doing it for me anymore. This guy probably will. I'm out. All right, next question. Ugh. Uh, should your girlfriend share your passions? What's um, a passion that What's a passion that you have right now? First of all, well, like I think mine? for most people in the Midwest, it's like you know hunting, fishing, shit like that. You know, if you know, it's. I guess it depends if your passions are like all-consuming. Because I mean, there's a lot of women that are really irritated because all their men do is hunt, fish, and do shit, don't do anything around the house. Yeah, and I think that's the plot line of a hell of a lot of sitcoms where the guy has his dumb hobby like fishing or golf and he has to sneak out to go play golf and like I always tell people, you know, there's there's worse hobbies to have, like heroin addiction. You know, (laughs) if you're if your guy likes to play with bottled trains, let him. Then you know where he's at. He's out in the garage or he's in the basement playing with his toys. You know, there's there's a lot worse. If you like skinning people like a deer, that's probably not a good thing. Yeah, you know, and if you have a husband that likes to go hunting and fishing, he's bringing food home. Jesus, how primal is that? All right, 22. 
Is taking too long to get ready to leave annoying? Absolutely. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. That's just ridiculous. That's the reason why I will straight up look at someone and go, at Target, it took her three hours to get ready to go to Target. That's, it's not, no. That's just a, that's just a power play. That's just showing who's the alpha. Throw on some jeans and a baseball hat and you're out the door. That is, that is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, ladies, I know this is weird, but baseball hats are sexy as fuck. True. Ah, uh, we did right. cover this already. What's the most attractive thing about a girl? For me, it's just she tells you what she wants. Yeah, I mean, confidence and being loving herself is nice because everything else flows out from. Yeah, if you I mean, treat yourself, if you mess, treat yourself like a doormat, you're probably just gonna end up like one. Or it's gonna be full of resentment shit that will come bursting out later. Oh yeah, that that comes back to the women do not forget anything topic that we. Oh have. god, the Rolodex. No, the Rolodex <laughs> of sins. See, women have a Rolodex of resentments. Guys have the highlight real Rolodex of sex. Like that, you yeah. Know, when you're bang, when you've bang. been alone for a while, yeah. All right, twenty-four. What do you do if you're uninterested in a girl? Don't do anything. Yeah, nothing. I'm not gonna reciprocate. I'm not. I'm not gonna like be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. Well, there's people that are like that, but yeah, if you're not interested in somebody, it's moving on. All right. I, 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 oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I recently had somebody try to fix me up with a gal. So I went to the shoe store where she works and bought some shoes from her. And I was chatting up, you know, and I was asking her about activities that I know she's in. And she was going on about, like, how busy she is. She works, like, six days a week. She's got a lot of stuff going on. And I'm like, okay, message received. Yeah, that's, you got shut down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Number 25. Last one on the list here. Do you like staying in touch throughout the day? I think it... No, not really. Unless there's something important going on. I'd rather be touching at the end of the day. I mean, I like... Just because I'm the kind of person that notices weird shit, I like, you know, sending a message or sending a photo. Like, you know, like this is the weirdest thing I've seen in a while or, or that kind of thing. But, you know... If I'm if we're talking every two minutes throughout the day, then what happens when you like get home after work? <clears throat> well, just with like my career, I travel a lot. I'm in contact with like customers and work all the time. Plus, when I'm traveling, I go through areas where there's piss poor signal. So it's just it's not even remotely feasible to do that. You know, to, to send stuff all the time. I mean, maybe when you stop for lunch or something, you can exchange a little bit. But, yeah, it's it's not like fucking high schoolers where they, you know, they have to be in contact with each other all the time. What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Think now, about that ass. Yeah. And there's, like, some shit that I'm doing during the day when I'm just, like, annoyed where I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, because you know nothing good's gonna come out of it. Yeah, exactly. Or especially like if I'm if I'm busy at work and I and you call and I'm angry about something at work, especially <clears> when you're like working in a kitchen, 
I don't yep. want it to come off on you, but it might. So, oh, it definitely will. That's just human nature. Yeah, like I've. That's the reason. Like a lot of nights at the the radio station, I like was happy to be driving home alone because I was yeah. so pissed off. Like I needed a very long drive. Like I took the twenty mile drive home versus the five mile drive home. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, I think we've. Uh, thank you to our Twitter follower once again we're at uh, at radio mofo but this was kind of cool we got 25 questions that women want to know about guys i don't know if anybody will pay attention to our advice or anything but i like to think it was useful and not totally self-serving eh, take use our advice at your own risk i think we really should probably have a disclaimer before we do these yeah we should probably put a mr yuck sticker on it <laughs> all right 